welcome. Welcome, my friends, to the Beggars and Brawlies podcast. This is episode number 13, recorded Tuesday, the 23rd of March, 2021. It's still winter in Colorado, but I've got a crackling fire, so I'm feeling good tonight. And uh, my friends, they warned me. They warned me never to listen to my audiobooks. And then I did. So, the Beggar's Rebellion audiobook is out, and it's great. TJ Clark is the narrator, he's a professional narrator, voice actor, and you can tell. This thing is clean, the characters are passionate, all the phrases are perfect, it's thrilling, you feel like this intensity to his performance that made me think a lot about my own performance and thinking like, wow, I need to dial this up a notch when I'm recording audiobooks. I think it's really well done. And, uh, you know, it's weird when you have a publisher, you don't get to choose the voice. They just say, bang, here's your narrator. I think they made a great choice. That said, all my author friends warned me, don't listen to your own audiobook. Or they said, if you have to, start drinking first. Or some of them said, I just can't do this, but I need to check it for errors. Can someone please do this for me? And me, (laughs) being the arrogant or uh, I don't know what to say about myself, but being me, I thought, you know, what applies to other people often doesn't apply to me. So let me just take a listen. I listened to five minutes. (laughs) That's the free sample that you can get on Audible. And I do own the audiobook now, uh, which is funny. I wrote the book, but I had to buy it anyway. I just listened to five minutes. (laughs) And what they said was totally true. That internal editor that's used to reading words on the page and tinkering a little bit and saying, well, I can change this and that. When he hears a voice actor reading the story and knows there's no way that he can get them to redo that part or change that word that it's somehow set in stone, even though it's, you know, more ephemeral than a book even, that's really hard. (laughs) My internal editor started to freak out, and so I said, okay, five minutes is enough. But I think that's a reaction that's very particular to me. I do think the thinking as objectively as I can that the audiobook is great, and I know that since you're an audio person... Maybe now is the time to go and get that audiobook. And I have a little bit of a hack for you later because we're selling it on Audible. Audible sets the price. We can change it. It's based on length. So it's something like $20. But I have a hack for you. Before that, I just wanted to say that I do intend to keep narrating my own audiobooks. Even if I'm not a professional voice actor, I think there's something really special about me reading my book to you, that I can get the characters' voices just like I heard them in my mind and get them to say the lines just like I imagined them being said. Um, And of course, it's limited by my own abilities as a narrator, but at least I uh, I have that vision in my mind. Stephen King, in his book on writing, says that writing is telepathy. It's like I'm trying to get you to experience this story and this imagination that I have in my mind by writing it on the page. And I think reading it to you somehow gets us a little bit closer to that. Although that you have to listen to this voice (laughs) reading the stories to you, you also get that voice carrying the original imagination. And that's not to say that, you know, that the way that I imagine the story that I wrote is the best way. And it's definitely not the only way. And I want you to make it your own. But I think there's something special about getting it read to you. Of course, I have all kinds of doubts about my ability as a narrator. I never intended to become an audio narrator. I've always wanted to be a writer, and I think that I'm okay at that. The narration, hmm. But, you know, if you're listening to this, apparently you don't hate my voice. So uh, the next book in the Tidecaller Chronicles will be me again. Um, But TJ Clark is the guy doing all of the Empire of Resonance books. 
Speaking of which, book two, Popper's Empire, is coming out in all the formats, ebook, paperback, and audio on March 30th. So that is not far away as I record this and probably even closer as you listen to it or even in the past, da-da, because of our weird time travel podcast stuff. So um, you can check that out. And like I mentioned, I have a hack for you. So Beggar's Rebellion, which I think is the longest of the series, uh, and like I said, audible prices by length. I think it's about 20 US dollars right now, or one Audible credit if you're signed up for their credit program, which I think is 15 bucks, or sometimes you get deals, whatever. It's not cheap. Audiobooks aren't cheap, and I can see why they are a lot of work to make. But the ebook for Beggar's Rebellion is 99 cents. Popper's Empire is going to be 2.99, relatively cheap. So here's the hack. Buy the ebook for 99 cents, then you have it to read if you want to read it, even if you're a listener only, and then go back to the product page and Audible, dying to make the extra sale to you, is going to offer you that same audiobook for $7.95. That's right. <laughs> so for nine bucks, you can get the audiobook and the ebook, whereas if you just bought the audiobook by itself, you'd be looking at 20 bucks. So that's a weird little hack that I found. Maybe you already know it if you're an audiophile, but there it is. I don't want you to pay more than you have to for my books. I'm getting a small cut of this anyway, so let's just read the books and have fun. Um, I will have a link to go grab that book in the show notes. So check that out. And of course, there's always links to the free novella, the audio novella that I have up there. And I'm hoping to write another one for you soon, which I think takes us to my writing update. So this week in writing, I completely finished the second draft of Witch of Wealth and Ruin, which is the second book in the Tidecaller Chronicles. The first draft is me just getting the story out, and then the second draft I go through and I fix all the big glaring errors, like this character changed a lot from beginning to end, and I need to make them into the person they were at the end by the beginning because I didn't know who they were, or there's plot holes, or there's things that I changed halfway through and didn't want to go back and change the beginning of. So I'm fixing big holes like that. So that draft is 100% done, um, which feels really good. And I sent it to my editor, who's then going to take it to the next level and say, yes, this is consistent, but you could go deeper here. This character could be more tormented here. (laughs) That kind of thing. He's really great at it, and I love what he did with book one. I am sold on the idea of using editors. I've talked elsewhere about what a mistake it was to not do it with my original Empire of Resonance series. It has editors now because it's with a publisher, so those problems are being resolved, but I intend to never cause them again. There's only so much that I can do with my baby because I can only see it in one way. So it's great to have an editor who sees it in a different way and often a much more critical way (laughs) to help me take it to the next level. Um, So that book is getting closer to done. I haven't put up the pre-order yet, but I think it's going to be April 26th. And with any luck, I will have that audiobook for you at the same time. And I am going to price that one much cheaper than Audible prices it because there is more than one way to bring you an audiobook. And I intend to bring it to you in many ways, possibly even a free one. More on that later, (laughs) if I take the plunge. So um, my other writing stuff, the uh, proof for Popper's Empire, that second book in the Empire of Resonance series that's coming out in just a few days, March 30th, was sent to me. And I looked it over and I approved it. And the narrator found one thing. He said, I think this is an inconsistency. Um, And then we looked at it and looked at book three. And actually, it was just my characters being confused about what was going on. (laughs) So hopefully you as a reader are not confused. Um, And the last thing I've been working on is the plan for the third and final book in the Tidecaller Chronicles, book three, which I think we're calling Queen of Blood and Blasphemy. We had a poll on that last week. So if you voted, 
that's the one that got chosen. Sorry if it wasn't your favorite, but they were one word apart. So hopefully you like it anyway. And ultimately, what is a title? I don't like titles. <laughs> that's why I pulled you because I hate picking them. So the plan for that third book is 65% done, which is pretty awesome. I have got all the things that I want to get in the book and I've kind of put them into this giant mash and I made a bunch of different charts and now I've started like condensing those charts into a bigger chart and deleting parts and like seeing ideas that didn't fit anymore and seeing if they can fit into this new thing that I've made and I'm basically wandering around in my brain and telling and retelling the story to myself and slowly polishing out things and well really just getting things to fit together. Um, it's a very weird process. Every time it's different. And uh, last time I made this like giant mad scientist-y chart, I posted a picture of it on Twitter. And I think I'm going to do that again eventually because it was great. But I'm not quite to the mad scientist part of the planning. That'll probably be at like 75, 80%. So we'll see. And then I usually send my plan to my editor too because he can look at just the outline and say, this is cool, but here, here, and here go deeper. So um, that's awesome. I love planning out that baby before I even create it. Um, maybe we're stretching this metaphor too far. I think that it's time for me to get back to those strange charts and graphs and creating that master plan for book three. I hope that you've read book one or listened to it and that you enjoy it. It's only been on Audible so far, but in a little bit, I'm going to be putting it out on different formats. Um, and like I said, I may have a secret way for you to listen to it for free. So tune in for that. Maybe next time I'll have some information for you on that. Uh, if not, when it comes out on the other retailers, it will be cheap. Like, I don't want to name any names, but it's not going to be $20. Um, so till then, I hope this podcast finds you well, and you're reading great books or listening to great books, and seeing the light at the end of our long winter and our even longer pandemic winter. Thank you, as always, for listening, and read on. For more information on Levi Jacobs and his books, including the award-winning Tide Collar Chronicles, please visit www.levijacobs.com. Or for a free audiobook, only available to podcast listeners, go to www.levijacobs.com slash free. Thanks for listening, and read on. Read on.